Hi, everyone. Welcome to Express Written Consent. Uh, we've gotten much smarter and much funnier, even though we let me talk. I don't know why. Dan O'Brien of Crack.com. Director and uh, so creative director of video and writer. How's that work? Creative director of video and uh, head writer is like a separate title at the site. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. We're so you're, you boss out all the guys on both sides then? I do, yeah. I awesome. wanted, uh, there's never enough power for me. I want to seize as much of it as I can. You see Machiavellian at yes, the least. Yes, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. The, was that your yearbook photo? Most Machiavellian. Most Machiavellian, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, good to know. So, Crack.com's had several evolutions. Um, it, w it was a magazine, a comedy magazine, on and off for a long time. Yeah. What was the final sort of iteration that made it this very special, new, hilarious website? Well, we uh, tried one last time, the year before my time, we tried one last time to do the magazine again. And it was our origins in the 50s. We were a mad ripoff. Then in 2006, we were trying to be like a Maxim ripoff with jokes. Uh, and the magazine tanked after three issues. But the website that was exclusively just supposed to be like a tie-in to the magazine, mm -hmm. that started doing really well. That took off. All the magazine people left. And it was just a really small group of... Uh, my, my first year there, there was three employees total on the content oh side, goodness. publishing and editing all the content daily. Uh, well, that's, so then that leads to a website that's uh, hilarious. Thank you. And, and like, uh, has that list vibe that's very internet right now. Yeah. And, that's, and you guys sort of predated. Like, so bu uh, BuzzFeed and you guys do very similar work with different schools. Right. Well, did that organically sort of happen? Or what, did you, or, and I, I don't mean that like you, no, 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 BuzzFeed's no, no. ripping you off, you're ripping them off. But were you guys just sitting around the office like, I'm tired of, Words, two lists. <laughs> it was actually really there's there's one guy who doesn't get enough credit for this, which is such a like visionary mic drop moment. When we were first doing the website, we we're doing some weird narrative pieces, and we were doing interviews. And this guy named uh, Jeremy Reed, who was with our parent company, Demand Media, looked at all of our analytics and was like, "All your lists do better than all your other stuff. You only do lists now." And then he left the room, and that's. That's correct. It was such a simple, dumb thing. So, like, okay. so in the movie, Justin Timberlake plays him. Yeah. You guys were at the... Yep. Yeah, and and we're all the weird, all right. nervous, <laughs> long-haired idiots. And he goes, the list do better, man. Do the yeah. list. That's Gets pretty, on a jet, flies away. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And uh, Agents of Cracked and After Hours are the video series that have evolved out of that. Yeah, the uh, Agents of Cracks evolved because we wanted some kind of video presence. Uh-huh. Um, and we didn't have any money. So it was me, one of our other employees, who wrote everything, and then the two of us were also in it because we're not—we didn't have money to hire actors. And just like anybody else in the office that we could find, was Can like, you speak. You seem kind of funny. You're in the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And After Hours is a, a big hit as well. So that's sort of Crack.com. Now you are a—you were a writer and comedian, or what was your background? What was the deal? Uh, I studied English music as a minor and then pre-med because I was going to try to go to medical school. English music. And pre-med. Yeah. So you wanted to write about I wanted to, to medical procedures. Yeah, I wanted to, to be a doctor, lose lots of patients, and then write really sad songs about it. <laughs> That's the combo. <laughs> there it is. Instead of that, you're working on crack. How'd I did that this, happen? Yeah, uh, I was taking summer classes the summer before my senior year of college, and I, liked, I was a fan of the site first. Yeah. Uh, there was like... 7,000 people who went to the site. It was a really small thing. And I just emailed the editor at the time, uh, Cold Submission, which I don't, I didn't even know if they took. I was like, hey, I really like your website. Here's something that I think you guys would really enjoy. So far, no one has done this on your site yet. It's a list. Here it is. Do you want it? And they bought it for $50. Woo! And I was immediately like, 
quitting my job. This is it. I'm going to do this. And they uh, hired me my senior year of college, so that was my college job, working out of my apartment. The lesson being, if you see something, put it out there. Go for yep. it. See what oh, happens. Yeah. Absolutely. And secondarily, once you get $50, give up all your other aspirations. $50, get 50 and just coast. Quit everything else. That's all you need. I like that. Now, and perhaps more importantly, you have a book in front of you. Do. It's called How to Fight Presidents. It's this book. I was foolish. I will hold it up in the two shot while you okay, explain it in it. the one shot. Um, it's, I've been really interested in presidents for my entire adult, in quotes, life since mm -hmm. I was probably a uh, freshman in college. I've been super invested in presidents. I just think they're really interesting. They're really crazy. Uh, they're very exciting to me. And I started collecting all this presidential trivia my whole life and then yeah. wanted a home for it. And it's this book. It's How to Fight Presidents. It's... Uh, it assumes that you time travel back in time to go face to face with the president and something that you did pissed him off. Yeah. Here are a bunch of stories about him. Maybe they'll help you in your fight. So, of after your research, who would you, uh, who could you take? I'm pretty confident I could take James Madison. He was a scrapper, but he was he's five foot four. I'm not taller than a lot of people. I am taller than James Madison. All right, fair. And he was a weak and sickly child. And Millard Fillmore is just absolutely worthless. There's nothing good or redeemable about Millard Fillmore. He's so not interesting. So even if he's bigger than me, he will never hate Millard Fillmore as much as I do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna All win right. that so one. So this is How to Fight Presidents yeah. from uh, Crown Publishing, right? Yep. Uh, here. Now, did this lead to your Secret Service involvement, or was it was a separate? <laughs> it was during, where I'm confused. During so the just research be clear, of that book. Dan, yeah. who writes for an, a lovely comedy site, a, a delightful site who then decided to write a book called How to Fight Presidents. Mm -hmm. Comical, maybe would end up on a radar. Sure. You get a call, actually a visit from the Secret Service. Yes. I, uh, in the research of this, uh, was so in the mindset of presidents that I wrote an article for our website and we published it because I'm, I'm there's no oversight. No one is stopping me ah. from doing stupid things. Regulation. Uh, and it was, uh, I'm not going to mention it. I don't want to say the words anymore. It was a satire piece, and it was up for like five months, and everything was fine. And yeah. then got an email from like the top, top, top of our company saying, we don't know who Dan O'Brien is, but the Secret Service called us, and they want to talk to him based on this article, because obviously they do. It's anyone who has read my stuff on, yeah. on crack, they know. Hang on. If the You're online anyway. Yeah. Just Google Dan O'Brien and Secret Service. You'll get it. the only one of my articles that can be described as lightheartedly treasonous. Nice. And they had us take it down, and they wanted to subpoena all of our commenters, wow. which, fine. And then they wanted me to go into their downtown LA office and and uh, assure them that I'm not a terrorist, which I'm not, America. And uh, well assured. They, they they tricked me because they called me and they said, and the guy on the phone's like, hey, I got a sense of humor too. I understand. I know it's, it's satire. It's jokes. You're just a, a box on a form. We need to check off. Go in there. And now I go in and I meet with not him. I meet with these two very severe very angry guys who are humorless because it's their job and also I'm sure when they applied to be a secret service agent this isn't what they wanted to do they didn't want yeah. to interrogate me and so they're just mad that I exist <laughs> and they went through like line by line asking why did you write this wow. like, because I thought it would be funny okay why did you write this same answer it's all just trying to be jokes are you a terrorist no, ask my mom. That's right. And they said, all right, what's her number? Oh, so wow. they called my mom. 
And I'm pretending so now to be mom the, got the call from Secret Service. Yeah, mom got the call. I was like, hey, so we got every, your son. Is he a terrorist? So you're, you went from being uh, your mother's pre-doctor. Yep. Like the son that would be the doctor. Yeah. To being the son that gets the Secret Service calling yes. home. It's a, it's a pretty common tale. That's it's a path that a lot of people have taken. <laughs> One that moms dream of. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How did it resolve? You convinced them, obviously. I, I convinced them that I'm, I'm not a terrorist, and, and they called my mom, and she corroborated that story. Good. Uh, they were mostly mad that um, I wasn't going to be punished in any way. Uh. They kept asking, so again, when you go back to work, what's going to happen? It's like, nothing. In fact, I'm probably going to write about this. Yeah. And it's going to do okay for the site. Yeah. So I'm really sorry. And I said, am I allowed to talk about this? Am I allowed to actually do anything with this story? And I said, legally, we can't tell you. Right. You can't write about this, but come on. Don't do it. Give us, do us a favor. And then, a I, solid. and then I wrote a book called How to Fight Presidents. Now, did that get you more attention from them? Or th this one that's Th more... So far, no, the only thing that's happened is... And this was a few years ago that I met with the Secret Service. I still... I've, I fly a lot. Uh, because my family is back in New Jersey, so I'm back and forth all okay. the time. I would say three out of five times I fly, I get stopped and like mm. pulled aside. So I'm clearly on a list somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well done, Dad. Congratulations. <laughs> now, while we're here, are you a baseball fan? Um, I'm a sports fan. Okay. I grew up. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get yelled at for this here. I grew up a Yankees fan, like a loose Yankees fan. Yeah. Because that's who lived near there, and my brothers and my dad were Yankees fans. Uh, and, and I played Little League for years and was terrible at it, and then reached the point where I found out that, and I think it happens to a lot of little boys who have arms like mine, you don't need to, you can still make friends even if you don't like baseball. It's like, okay, good, then I'm going to do the other things that, that, that I, aren't baseball. But interesting. I'm really, enough. I'm super happy to be here right now. All right, well, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, uh, you're a Spider-Man fan. I am. Like crazy, right? Oh, yeah. We've designed our first uh, handcrafted segment. Okay. It's called Baseball Player or Obscure Spidey Character. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I am going to read a name. These are true names. Okay. They are either a baseball player or a obscure Spidey character. I'm very nervous. This is the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. You realize you just told a story about being interrogated by the Secret Service. That was nothing. Clown All right. shoes. All right. I'm glad we've done this for you then. Are you prepared? <laughs> no. Baseball player or a Spidey character, Blake Hawksworth. Baseball player. He was a pitcher with the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Well done. If we had a ding, it would happen right now. <laughs> ding. Brian Hibbs. Brian Hibbs, that sounds like a baseball player. Oh, no. You seem very angry. <laughs> he was also known as Kangaroo, the villain Kangaroo. That is indeed incredibly obscure. Well, welcome to the game. <laughs> Maxwell Markham. Baseball player or Spidey character? Maxwell Markham? Markham. This is a low point in my life. Spidey character. He is. Can you give... He was a villain. Do you know the alias? I don't. There'd have been extra points for you. Damn it. Now you're down to negative seven. Uh, he was known as Grizzly. Grizzly. Grizzly and Kangaroo. We're hitting yes. all, all the hits. All the big ones. The next Spider-Man movie features Grizzly. <laughs>
Razor Shines. Razor Shines? That's so dumb that it has to be a baseball player. First baseman with the Montreal Expos. I'm sure he appreciated being called. <laughs> Tristan Magnuson. That's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Uh-oh. Pitcher Australia. with the Oakland A's. <laughs> there was a, a crossover comic where Spider-Man played for visited the A's. with the A's. It was like a Harlem Globetrotters type. I, yeah, that, it was a thing. It was like together. a three-episode arc. They yep. did. A, it was a promotional thing. Yeah. Don't. Did not don't, do well. It's, don't 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 make things up. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Shocker. <laughs> Baseball player or Spidey character. Urban Shucker. Baseball player. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. 13 seasons with the Yankees and the St. Louis Browns. We're almost, this is almost over, by the way. Just so. But I'm going to feel the effects you're, for a very long time. You're doing quite well. You're our all-time leader in this category. <laughs> Cheech Beldone. Baseball player. Spidey character. Cheech Beldone. Cheech Beldone. Baseball player. He was a gang leader in the spectacular Spider-Man. Great. And finally, so the pain will end soon, <laughs> Jackson Wheel. Jackson Wheel? Jackson Wheel. Baseball player or Spidey character? That's a Spidey character. You are correct. You finished on a high. No, let me do the math. You have one point. You're in the clubhouse as the leader. Yeah. Congratulations. Crushed it. It's now time for a start bench cut with Dan O'Brien. Uh, Dan, you know the rules. Are you prepared to play? I am. Outstanding. Start bench cut. Okay. You wrote a book. It's called How to Fight Presidents. Start bench cut these three presidents. George Washington, Andrew Jackson, Teddy Roosevelt. Start Teddy Roosevelt. Start Teddy. Bench George. Bench George. Cut Jackson. You cut Andrew Jackson. You know he will find you. He's, I know, I know. That's fine. There's nothing I can do. I can't curry favor with him anyway. That's He'll fair. destroy me. Well, he's you, been cut before. <laughs> it's also true. You're a huge Spider-Man fan, as we've discovered in our previous Am segments. I? Am I? <laughs> Enough. Start bench cut these much more common Spidey villains. Venom, Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus. Start Green Goblin. Start the Goblin. Bench Venom, cut Octopus. Bench Venom and Sorry, cut Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus. All right, that's fair. Unless, is he, uh, is he allowed to use the other, his octopus arms when he plays? Or is it written Wait, down? Do that, do, <laughs> do that again? Do, is, he allowed to, <laughs> yeah. is who allowed to do what? Is Dr. Octopus allowed to use his octopus arms in the game? Oh, no, it's not in baseball. It's just as uh, oh, okay. categorically. I'm trying to build a, a winning team. Yeah, here. no, no, no. We don't okay. have to. That's you've, fine. You've met me. Don't overthink this. <laughs> don't overthink this at all. Uh, Dr. Octopus is fine. And finally, you, uh, After Hours is a huge, huge video hit series uh -huh. on Crack.com. Start bench cut. These three After Hours hosts. Cut, Michael. Go, Michael go Swaim. Cut. Katie Willard. Bench. Soren Bowie. Start Soren uh, Bowie. Bowie, I, pro I apologize. Uh, bench Katie Willard. Cut, Michael Swaim. Cut, Michael Swaim. Oh, yeah. Uh, would that be because Soren is here and Michael is not? Absolutely, exclusively. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Well done. That is start pitch cut with Daniel Bryan. He's still off camera. Soren's still celebrating, even though we just admitted <laughs> why it's him. Hey, a win is a win. <laughs> Before we go, one last game. If you're willing to play, you let me know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Crack.com, as we discussed, is famous for their lists. Mm -hmm. If you could, before you leave, by Dan O'Brien, three things I learned sitting in the express written consent guest chair. Three things I learned in this, specifically this chair. In that chair. You are never safe from a foul ball, no matter how high up you think you are. You can't call yourself a Spider-Man expert and still just sort of dimly understand who Jackson Wheel is. Don't let Michael see this interview. Those are my three things. Those are three excellent things. Yeah. We will send this directly to Michael. And thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having That's me. Awesome.